0: Immediately a man was nailed to the cross, he lost all his rights. And if you ever get nailed to the cross, you'll lose all yours too. We love ourselves so much, and who are, we, who are we talking about now? Unbelievers? No. So-called believers who have never understood what it is to take up the cross and put self to death. See, because in the last days, there's going to be very little preaching about the cross and death to self-life. And so, when there's no preaching against death on death to self, self is going to flourish in the lives of many Christians. They won't even know that you cannot follow Jesus if you love yourself. I don't ask people if they're saved anymore. Who isn't saved? From the White House to the Jail House. <clears throat> I'm asking you, does is Christ, is Christ live in you? Christianity is the only religion in the world where a man's God comes and lives inside of him. Thanks be to God that when I finally acknowledge that I can't do this, it's not possible for me to live the Christian life on my own. I, I'm not called to chart my own course. I'm not called to create my own destiny and ask God to bless it. I'm called to follow him. I'm called to give up the rights to my life and walk with the Holy Savior. I'm called to let his mind be formed in me. His life become my life. His ways become my ways. His purpose become my purpose. His plan become my plan. And then the power of God will come upon me. Run from those that are picked your pocket in the name of Jesus. Run! Give me Jesus. Run from Give me churches where Jesus. men and not Christ are glorified. Run! You can have all this world. Run from those who preach division between races and cultures. Run! You can run from preachers that stand and tell stories and jokes. Run Jesus. like you've never run before.
1: I guarantee you. Today, you are not going to hear stories and jokes. We are about as serious today as we can get. Uh, I try to stay serious anyway, but you know we do have to break it down with a little bit of levity once in a while, lest we go insane. Uh, It's June first. I'm Tom Richardson. This is removing confusion. This is a podcast and a ministry that reaches worldwide and uh, we do our best to take the confusion that is in the world, view it through a biblical lens, and turn it on its head. We are not as Christians called to go about in confusion. We are not as people called about to go in confusion, but many of us have you know bitten into that apple which gives us the you know just nothing but confusion. We we don't understand what is going on. Why is this world the way it is? It's like anything. You can have the best church body, you know, I'm talking about the public or the, uh, the uh, local church body that can be strong and fortified and going forward, but it's full of people. And sooner or later, there's going to be things that crop up, things that cause trouble, things that cause strife. It's because people are there. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not castigating anybody in particular. I'm just using it as an example. Let's take the nation as a whole. It was founded on some godly principles, not necessarily godly men. Some of them were uh, deists, and some of them were, you know, they weren't atheists, but they were just nominal. Uh, Some of them were good men, Christian men, pastors and preachers, and they had a good vision for the the country. Uh, But men are here. and I say mankind, okay, whatever you want to call it. People are here. And sooner or later, the permeating thing about people is sin's going to get involved and it's going to, you know, well, we want to do this. We want the freedom to be whatever we want to be and do, excuse me, whatever we want to do. With that in mind, today is the first day of a month that has been set aside for a specific purpose and if I am not careful how I coach my words or couch my words, this won't make it, but it is Pride Month. First of all, I have to wonder about the people who put together the whole agenda behind the Pride agenda. They, they, they are so anti-God, they didn't get it, that the, God's one thing that he doesn't like, is pride in his servants, in his people, in his, uh, his worker bees, whatever you want to call. And I'm proud. I'm happy. Sorry. I'm, I have a joy to be a servant for God. It may cost me everything someday. I don't know. I can't tell you. I can tell you this. That the more these different agendas crop up in our society, whether it be a division between races or now a division between this and that, whatever that is, hetero and non hetero, or these people who don't claim to be either, it's, it's really ridiculous. It is the children that are coming up through this funnel of crap that is really going to they're going to pay the price because they're going to be so confused and they don't want to listen to some 62 year old guy like me. They want a hipster. They want guys like Carl Lenz who used to be at Hillsong or, or some of these other, you know, skinny jean, you know, faded t-shirt morons that when they're when, or, or even the ones that wear a suits and smile a lot like Jolie Osteen, who, when they're, when they're asked a question directly about marriage oh well i i don't that's not my lane what is preacher what's in your lane just smiling and making millions writing another book to plaster your face on these people have no soul they have a I guess they do. Okay, rephrase. Okay, but they have no, they have no guiding of the Holy Spirit, or they would be able to boldly say, "Uh-uh." I heard one guy actually say, "Oh yeah, there'll be gay people in heaven." Really? We're gonna we're gonna biblically look at this, but I've got some clips which I haven't done this for many, many, many months. It's you've been stuck with just me, and believe me, these aren't very long clips. But these are just some of the people in our society and the reactions they're having to blatant, I don't even want to say it, queerness. One of them is the President of the United States. Now, some of us wonder how he got there. He wasn't a very intelligent or popular guy to begin with. But he ended up getting more votes than Barack Obama, who was one of the most popular of the bunch. Uh, We should touch on him, too, you know, when he bathed the White House in the rainbow colors of the flag after the, uh, I forget the name, Oberfeld, where it said that, you know, marriage was between whoever. Um, These people... Then they'll say, I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic. I'm a good Catholic. You know, well, I don't know that there is such a thing, but, you know, the the fact of the matter is when you do the things that you do, when you promote the things that you promote, you prove yourself. Um, There's a a very misguided young man who's playing the part of a woman by the name of Dylan Mulvaney. I don't know if he was the same one that Bud Light decided to put on their beer can. But it was one of those transgender types. This guy is disturbing that he would go on TikTok. I do not have an account for TikTok. I will never have one. But when he goes on there and he he says, day one of me being a woman really or a girl he actually says girl and they says things that are so demeaning i know some very strong-willed women and some very i mean strong in their in their presence not that they're like men or anything but they have the ability to stand up and say what needs saying and do it with christ like influence but this guy says, you know, this is my first day. I never cried. I cried only once, or something stupid. It goes on and on, and and it's it's re, it's just so horrible. But he got to sit down with Joe Biden. Joe Biden's never called me for an interview. I wish he would. As a matter of fact, right now, openly and publicly, I will say this, Mister Biden. I'm not one of your supporters. I doubt that you could ever swing me. But if you want to take a shot, call me in. We'll sit down. Five minutes, it's all I need. If I only get two, that'd be fine as well. I'll pay my way over. Just give me a call. You know my number, I'm sure, because they know everybody's number. Here's what happened when this transy Sat down with the president of the United States is very. These are these clips I play for you today. They're going to be very short. Then we're going to just take off,
0: Mr. President. This is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God and, love you. Uh, thank you, Mr. President.
1: God love you. He said. We'll just leave that lay there for a minute because it's again disturbing to no end disturbing the president of the united states sitting with a guy dressed up like a woman bragging about how many days he's been playing girl and the president just says god love the fact that he even sits with this guy this this demeans the the office of president it takes it to a lower 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 level you know there are people out there that need to be sitting with the president to straighten him out. I re, it reminds me of a of a show that my wife and I used to watch when it was on network TV, and it was called the. Uh, oh, it had it had Jack Bauer in it? was his name? Kiefer Sutherland. He he was a designated survivor. The entire government's wiped out, except for this low-level, you know, uh, guy that was in charge of sweet uh, street sweeping or something. And he was uh, really he was going to get fired like the next day, but he ends up being president because the president, vice president, and everybody else, and they were having their state of the union. He got they all got blown up. So this this hapless guy ends up president. He does a pretty good job. When it left network and went to Netflix. This is what he did. One day he sat down. Now this was a you know he was a he was a moderate liberal. This is what he played throughout this series. But when it got on Netflix, he he became a bona fide boob. But he had a, he had a he had a sit down with a tranny, and just you know oh yeah it's great oh, yeah, it's just wonderful you know you people are blah blah blah. It's just I, I canceled Netflix very short after that. That's been years ago, by the way. Because they stink. Literally, they're horrible. The uh, Obamas are deeply entrenched in Netflix. I want to bring you forward a little bit. Let's do the other Biden one. No, let's not. I got another one of him. We will do it. You're going to suffer just like I did. This was Disney. Now, Walt Disney World has people visiting, you know, 100, probably 100,000 people every other day. I don't, I don't know. I don't know their numbers. Millions upon millions upon millions of people visit one of the Disney parks every year. You know that they, they rake in cash and, you know, back when I was a kid, it was kind of, it was kind of cool. We went there once that I remember and, you know, we walked around and, and it didn't seem bad. It seemed like Disney and Disney was always kind of the family thing. You know, uh, I guess we didn't know what was really going on that, you know, there was a sliding scale of the agenda happening right behind our faces, right behind our backs as, hey, it's all about the the agenda. So what what happened is uh, they had a big meeting. And this is what the, I guess she's the CEO or something of Disney at this point in time, this is what she had to say about her new job at the helm. Now, this is not new news. This is stuff that's been around a while. But since it's it's a good time for you to understand, she is doing with Disney.
0: Our leadership over there has been so welcoming to, like, my, like, not at all secret gay agenda. And so, like, I, I feel like I felt like it was, I mean, like, maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess, like, something must have happened in the last, like, like they are turning it around, they're going hard. And then all that, like, momentum that I felt, like, that sense of I don't have to be afraid to, like, let's have these two characters kiss. Let's, in the background, start, like, I was just, wherever I could, just basically adding queerness to, like, the, if you see anything queer in the show. But like I I just was like, no one would stop me, and no one was trying to stop me. What's particular?
1: So there you have it. The benevolent overlords at Disney are just letting the cat out of the bag, as they say. The woman basically comes right out and says, "I just start jamming queer stuff in wherever I can." Uh, maybe she's auditioning to be the next wicked witch of the whatever you know that this is these are the 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 things that through our our recent history fifty sixty seventy eighty years have been kind of the you know we we thought they were just wholesome good fun, and they're not you know they've they 've added all these things into these shows that you know predominantly are watched by children and those are the ones that we have to look out for last clip is going to be Joe Biden uh they they signed when they signed the uh oh what they call it the something respect for marriage act I remember under his boss Barack Obama they came up with the uh, they they did away with the uh Uh, Was that the Defense of Marriage Act or whatever? And where it was man and woman, you know, that was it. That was the only thing recognized. And they swapped that out. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Burning in Hell, said that she was going to be the first one to join together as many gay people as she could. Ugh. Here's what Joe Biden says, then we're going to comment on that and go into the Bible and some other things as well.
0: Today's a good day. Yeah! A day America takes a vital step toward equality, toward liberty and justice, not just for some, but for everyone. Toward creating a nation where decency, dignity, and love are recognized, honored, and protected. Today, I sign the Respect for Marriage Act into the law.
1: We cannot re- I'm flummoxed. Decency, he says. Decency. There's nothing decent about this. There's nothing godly about this. And Joe Biden, there's nothing Catholic about it, except that they've twisted scriptures to a point where they can make anything decent. Decent. We are bathing this nation in filth. Our biggest uh, export out of this nation anymore is pornography. And a bulk of pornography involves same sex acts. You, I don't want to go any further. But that's it, what sells. And they make trillions off of it. These people are just de- dis- disturbed. Now, they have, a, they have a moniker that you see a lot anymore, DEI. It's called Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Now, why didn't they do it the correct way? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix it for them today. Diversity, Inclusion, and Equity. D-I-E. Most of you know how to spell, you know what that spells? Die. There's a guy who wrote a book a while back. I'm hopefully I've got his name right cuz I this just popped into my head. Dr. Frank Johnson. I'll try to make sure I look that up at some point. But he wrote he wrote some books on antediluvian, which means, you know, the pre-flood and flood era uh Things that happened, what caused these things to happen, um, you know as far as rampant and you know just out of control sinning is what it was that men's minds became nothing but wicked and they they entertained wickedness constantly so you have uh, he what, what he what he wrote was when a nation when a nation or society accepts homosexuality as the norm or as normal, as normal as anything else. That nation is bound for a fall. What could we base that on? I'll tell you one thing you can base it on right off the bat, the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire. They were both blatantly full of homosexual activity. They they made it mainstream. They said it was okay. They they didn't punish anybody for it. They they just said, oh, people can be people. It's a decent day, a wonderful day. And they went away. These nations around the, the world... Mostly in the Western world, I would I would say, United States, Ireland, you know, UK, Germany, you know, Western Europe, that, that go for this garbage, and make it mainstream, are on a downfall. They're on a, they're on a decline. Their own ideology has caused many people to turn against. The products that these corporations sell in the form of diversity, inclusion, and equity. Um, Bud Light was one of the recent ones. And I, if I'm not mistaken, did they use Dylan Mulvaney as their spokesboy girl? It was some it was some transgenderish person. The sales of Bud Light, which is probably bought by, you know, cowboy boot. Hat wearing dudes, you know, farmers and whatnot, that just want to have a cold one after a hot day went down badly to the point where people would buy Bud Light just to shoot at it with guns. I want to tell you right now, as I caveat what I'm saying today, here at Removing Confusion. There is no disparaging of individuals unless they put themselves out there for it. There is no hate involved in this. I do not hate these people or what they believe in I do hate. I do not like this agenda. Now, if you want to be a part of it, that's fine. Be it, but leave me out. Don't force it down my Throat. There's no violence attached to this. The only they use that. It is their go-to thing. They have the hate. They have the disparaging comments, and they use violence to get their agenda seen. They they attack anybody who doesn't stand with them in this mess that they want to. Voiced on everybody else. Now, it's very possible, like I said, that I, I could get my my account suspended or even removed for speaking out. I will take that chance. I will stand up for what I believe is right. We are a Christian, truly Christian, biblical, no compromise, platform we don't play here we come here to tell you the way things are chick-fil-a or as i've coined them at this point chick-fil-a-loser they're going down that path folks uh there's a video i watched a little while earlier this morning where you know What's that guy's name? Dan Cathy at one point, you know, in church back during the Black Lives Matter thing, got up with a shoe brush and he said, you know, if you see somebody over there and they need their shoe shine, you know, it, to me, it's demeaning. First of all, you know, there's a, there's a direct connotation in there that I won't touch. We are also, we are also not a racist platform. I see the way god would see or i try to i'm a man i cannot do so much as god does but god sees two two races those that are one to jesus and those that are lost and you can always come in uh back in the day it was jew and gentile it wasn't black white brown yellow or whatever it was just your Soul status. Your spirit status. That's what God's interested in. And that's what we should be as well. I don't care the color of your skin. You know, there's a lot of people that get wound up about biracial marriages. I don't care. I don't care. Treat the woman right. Treat the man right. Man and wife. Perfect. But Chick-fil-A is slowly sliding away from their Christian status towards a rainbow-colored Chick-fil-A. Keep your eye on it. They used to be one of the last bastions of a Christian corporation. It seems that they are slip-sliding away. That Respect for Marriage Act that Joe Biden says he signed into and calls it decent, loving it's not decent it's not decent folks you know disney and their woke agenda has i I, you know if you go to disneyland at this point or disney world whatever they call it think about what you're doing but the kids the kids those are the ones they target oh target (laughs) imagine that the holy spirit dropped that in me I don't know, Target. They just keep going, coming out with children's clothing lines that are, I mean, we're talking toddlers, toddlers' clothing that is geared towards transgenderism. A child can't even grow to a a, a proper age to make a decision about how they want to ruin their life. We are going to help them do it before they can even think. This they-them stuff. I, I Binary, non-binary, I don't understand it. I've had it explained to me, and I don't buy it. I think it's stupid, and a parent should never fall for that one your kid comes home from school and says, I've decided that my name shouldn't be whatever it's going to be, you know, Johnny or Mary or whatever. And you just say, no, when you move out, then you can do whatever you want. While you're here, you're going to be called by the name mom and dad gave you period. You don't like it. Sue and go live on your own. What do they call that? Uh, divorce your parents thing i forget the the proper term uh but you'll find out that the roof over your head it may not be all the fun in the world sometimes but it keeps you dry it keeps you warm and it keeps you fed and i guarantee you mom and dad love you but they aren't going to fall for this stuff this is world the world has got its foot it's in the churches folks or what calls itself churches. You know, when you look at the month that we are now entering, it they call Pride Month, notice how it's situated on the calendar. Now, they, they claim because of a certain day of the month, that's what happened June 19th or whatever. But uh, it's right dead center, smack center stage in the middle of the year. You know, that first month when the sun starts to bake us around the, uh, even up here in the north. You know, we, we start to feel the warmth of the sun again, and it's so nice. But it's right dead center in the middle of the year, June. Six month of the year. Well, that's appropriate, too. Six is the number of man. But it's like right there, center stage. What are we doing? What are we doing? You think that God looks down on this and says, boy, you know, I'm really proud of them for doing what they're doing there because, you know, the, the diversity, inclusion, and equity thing really needs to, to come to the front. That's what, for 6,000-plus years, I've been working. No, it's not what he's saying. He's sitting there saying, It's good for them. I have a long suffering, patient manner about me. Do we remember places like Sodom in the Bible? We're all perished except for four. We're men gathered outside the house of a man named Lot and yelled and beat upon the door, saying, send those two men out to us so that we may rape them. Lot said, I'll send out my daughters. You can have them. He knew they wouldn't take them. Some folks would get, oh, I don't know why." what was wrong with Lot. Lot knew that these men weren't interested in his daughter's. They didn't want them. They wanted the two angels that came to escort his family out of Sodom. I don't know that God has sent angels into the current Sodom to escort any good people out. Think about that. There's a way out of every sin and debacle that, that, that man can get himself, and it is the man, Jesus Christ. You call upon his name, he will answer. But, you know, you can't. We, look, we've lived, we lived into this thing, and when I said the church a little bit ago, the church has decided that you can do just about anything, and you, you're, you're okay. They have created a God who doesn't judge anything. They've created a God who they don't think God reads the Old Testament. They've created a God, I, I would imagine saying that, that they, they don't think he reads the New Testament either. They've created one in their own mind. That, that little G God was created way back, but his name was Lucifer and became the adversary or Satan, as we call him now and his vast army of demonic and fallen angelic beings. They are constantly on the attack. They're really on the attack. People do not think right anymore. There's a lot of reasoning behind that. I don't know exactly what it is, if it's just the the whole let's just see how far we can go. And there's people that I think just don't care anymore how bad they act and how bad it may get. People forever in the LG whatever TBQ one plus AAII ZZ community have said for a long time Jesus never said anything about homosexuality. He did. We have to realize in John 1, 1 and following, it talks about Jesus. And it says, the word was God, and the word was with God. And the word came and dwelt among us. Well, the word is Christ. The word is Jesus Christ. That was John's way of saying that. And he took on flesh, the word did the Logos in Greek, the spoken word. So Jesus, my friend, is God. He is part of the Trinity. I don't care what T.D. Jakes thinks. He's a moron. He's another one that won't, you know, when when they push him into a corner and say, you know, the church is coming out pretty strong against homosexuality, what say you? Well, I the not how to do that. Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. Let me spit my marbles out. They can't answer the question because they're afraid they'll lose part of their audience. I had a friend of mine, he's passed on, gone be with the Lord, who told a story about a woman who came to his church. And she consistently, I, well, I don't know how long she came there. But he he gave the altar call or the invitation or whatever, however he did that. But regardless, she came to him later after the service, and she said, Pastor, I really feel the pull of Jesus here, but I just can't. I just can't. I have, because I think he talked that day about some of the homosexuality and stuff. And she says, "I just can't because I have friends in that community. I have friends there in the gay community and if i if I was to become a Christian, it would be like I turned my back on them. It'd be like I betrayed them That is a I heard him give that example many times throughout his ministry and i've I've stolen it for the simple." prospect of saying that is what you're called to do it's not that you turn your back on these people but you go back and you present christ to them if they want nothing to do with jesus you say okay i'll pray for you and you turn your back that's the world that's anything in the world drugs drinkings homosexuality out of Uh, Out of marriage, sex, whatever it may be, you know, fornication, adultery, the whole nine yards. You talk to these people, you try to persuade them. As the, I think it was King Agrippa that told Paul, you've almost persuaded me to become a Christian, Paul, but he didn't do it. Is his name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Will we see him on life's other side? I don't think so almost persuaded not all the way but you know we we pray for them we 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 speak with them we try to show them you know this isn't the only life there's one beyond it and it never you know there's either life or death but even in the even the in the death that comes the second death of the lake of fire it never ends It's not like death and it's over. the, The annihilation thing doesn't work. You're there forever. Don't take this passing fancy of life now as the only thing. It's not. But this woman said, you know, I just can't. I just can't. Elton John at one point was... Uh, somebody, I forget who it was. It was a a fairly, it'd have to be a fairly well-known pastor or preacher, evangelist, whatever, that talked to him about homosexuality and talked to him about Jesus Christ. And he says, I hear what you're saying. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. He's been in that too long. He can't get away from it. And you may find that in all the strains of that movement. They just can't do it. The world's hooks are so, claw, or I should say claws, are so deep in them, they just can't do it. They can't step out. They can't get away. It's sad. Romans says, God, God says, I'll turn them over to a reprobate mind. Second Thessalonians chapter two ends, ends or comes close to at the end where God says, I will send you your delusions and you'll believe a lie. I think it's first Kings chapter 22. It talks about a, uh, council, the, the divine counsel of God, where they God calls together and, and one of them steps out and says, I'll be a lying spirit and go into the mouth of the prophets and persuade Ahab to go to war, which led to his destruction. Our God will stand with us for so long, even in our most blatant of sins, giving us every opportunity to turn back and repent to the point where he says, I'll turn you over to your delusions. I'll turn you over to what you want to do. You want to walk hand in hand with the world? I'll let you do it. And I'll even make you think it's right. Jesus, I think it was, that said they'll they'll they they kill the prophets and think they're doing a favor. Or they'll kill you, disciples of Jesus, and they'll say, We did the world a favor. We did Judaism a favor. We did God a favor. Did Jesus teach Man and women. Did he? Genesis 1.27, God created man in his own image. In the ma- image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. He didn't create them they, thems. He didn't create them I'm him, hers, or, or non-binary. There was a man... There was a woman, Genesis 2, 22 through 23, and then verse 25 say, And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman, woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is bone, I'm sorry, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man, in verse number 25, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. A lot of people don't realize that that's what that says right there in verse number 25 of Genesis chapter 2. The man and his wife oh, you're talking 6,000 years of history, and that we've evolved from that. We've devolved from that. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse number 2, nevertheless, Paul says, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own wife husband. Now Paul's talking about sex outside of marriage when he says to avoid fornication. He, he then goes further and says, you know, you, you can't have your, your, this man, husband, husband and husband, wife and wife. No, very plain. The man will have his wife and the woman will have her husband. The apostle Paul, the apostle Paul writ with writ with, wrote with um, unctioning of the Holy Ghost, but he also knew the law. He was a Pharisee before he became a a blood-bought believer in Jesus Christ. So he knew the law of the land. He knew the law of God. And then, oh, well, we're not under the law. We can do whatever we want. No, you cannot. We're not under Judaism, nor do we want to be. Those are the ones in Galatia that were bewitched. But I'll tell you this, you don't want to just be out there doing your own thing and saying, well, I believe in Jesus because the demons believe, and they tremble. They know what their their final destination is. You can say you believe in Christ and, and try to live like the world, I don't think it's going to work out all that good for you. 1 Corinthians 7, 2. And I'm sorry, we already did that. Uh, Matthew. Matthew. This is Jesus speaking. Matthew 19 and verse number 4. And he answered and said unto them, the Pharisees, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them? male. And female. They were asking him about divorce at that point. Is it okay for a man to put his wife away for whatever? And they had, I mean, you could, a guy could divorce his wife back then for burning the toast. He else told him, Moses said, gave him the writ of divorcement because their hearts were hard. Uh, that's the same problem we have today, not with divorce, but just hardened hearts, stiff necks. We need to soften our hearts in the things of God. Mark chapter 10 verse 6. But from the beginning of creation God made them male and female. He never made it so that they could switch. He didn't make hermaphrodites. Now some people say there are some birth maybe there are some birth defects that affect those areas. I'm not going into that today because I don't know. What I do know is that every television program that you try to watch is going to have the agenda in it somewhere. There'll either be a main line right in your face, focal center stage agenda person, or at least in the very near periphery. So that's right there. Some of them will go as far as using those binary or non-binary pronoun they them's and all. Our vice president of the United States comes on and and, and you know you, as much much as the woman makes me want to just like shrivel and gouge my ears and eyes out for being the moron that she is she's she she makes it very plain i'm uh the vice president of the united states my name's kamala harris i'm in a blue suit i i go by the pronouns she her really i couldn't tell but you know as they go on you see these people change right before your eyes now some people will say you're just being your old pentecostal self again and god bless it if that's what it is i really hope it is i i want discernment i want to be able to perceive things and i'm not trying to be dramatic or overly charismatic but uh even even my friends out there that that maybe don't claim pentecostal will say and i've i've had them say to me at times I see a difference in things. I see a difference in people. I see people that seemingly are morphing. Or maybe it's just my imagination as I watch these little pressers that they do, and you say, what's wrong with her or him? They don't look normal. You listen to the president of the United States. He's the most abnormal guy you'll ever want to hear. But the vice president, she's even worse. I'm I can call her she because she said she's a her, and he, you know she her. Hershey. That was another one that kind of went off the tracks. Hershey. It came up with the her she bar. Good gravy. Where are we going? Can't you keep the agenda out of the food? So that if I open up a can of corn, which rarely is ever going to happen, but you know, I, I don't have to think about what are they, what are they backing? You know, I, I mean, I know that these huge organizations pour hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars into all the different agendas out there. Whatever the popular agenda of the day, to stay politically correct and politically relevant, they're going to throw their money at it. But if I walked in there and said I'm a Christian minister and I have a hunger, I have a desire to feed the souls of men the truth of Jesus Christ, they'd laugh me out of the boardroom. If I Even if I went to Chick-fil-A probably at this point in time, they wouldn't give me a nickel or a chicken sandwich. And I wouldn't eat it if they gave it to me because I wouldn't trust what they might have stuck in it. I don't know what Hobby Lobby was another one that was under the gun there for a while. I don't know where they stand yet. But you know, those those few and far between corporations that that stuck up for God, that that claimed victory in Jesus. They're they're faltering. They're 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 caving. They're seeing the error of their way and stepping away from good, sound, scriptural backgrounds into the morass of sin and death that is the world. I know this sounds a little pointed. I know this sounds a little uh, precarious, but the diversity, inclusion, and equity system that has gone into effect here really on, on a, on a fast scale is got to be addressed. It's in everything from bank loans to uh, the the new Ford truck they're putting out, the Ranger Raptor painted in the colors of the rainbow to attract the homosexual activity uh, agenda. I'm not against these people. We have to love them. We have to care for them. We have to be able to reach out to them. But I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be easy. And it won't be easy simply because the devil has his hooks really deep. His claws are racked into their brain. They have been pulled into a, a society that is, you know, Driven by lust, and if you go through the what i've often called the uh, the lists the lists of Paul throughout his writings, you know sexual sins are usually at the top of every list adultery fornication on and on because those are the most They are very strong human traits or human desires. Now, you know, whether it be, you know, the normal heterosexual type or the homosexual type, it's still there. The love of Christ is the only thing that can conquer this. The blood of Christ is the only thing that can conquer this. But my friends, this nation and this world, let's put it that way, we live here, those of us who do in the United States, those of you out there in the world, Japan, Germany, wherever you may be, Italy, you know that we're on a runaway train right now. We are on a speeding locomotive with no conductor. just threw open the throttle and jumped out the door and left it go. And at the end of the tracks, there's a cliff. How do we respond? What do we do? There is one who can right what is wrong, and that is Jesus. There is one who will save you no matter what, pull you right out of that runaway train and put you on the tracks that are going somewhere, and that's Jesus. Don't let this world keep you corrupted. Don't let the agendas, whatever they may be, and there are many of them right now that are evil. Some of them, like I say, are even in the Christian churches. Don't let those agendas... Pull you away from what is real in Christ. Read your Bible. Get familiar with what it says. Bathe yourself in good Bible teaching, preaching, whatever. You have to, and the way you know that, if it's good or not, isn't by the band that the church has. It's by the preaching the church has. You may not like his delivery. You may not like mine. A lot of people don't. You may not, you know, because you, you're, maybe, maybe you're one of those nominal Christians out there. And if you are, I'm speaking to you right now. Maybe you haven't been to church for a long time. And maybe the church that you went to before you stepped out, was one of those lukewarm, watered-down, we don't even know what version of the Bible to use, so we'll just use them all at once, churches. With a a guy in skinny jeans and a T-shirt telling you, it's all right to be part of the world, folks. It's good. No, it's not. Step out. Step out. Understand that there's Babylon Invading everything. And it is a judgment from God for the people who will not listen to the real truth. All these things. You know, people say, Why is God letting it happen? Well, you want it. When you when you have so many people that back these things up in and out of the church it becomes a judgment that god will allow and that's a scary scary place to be very scary i'm going to leave you with a bible verse i mentioned it once already it's second thessalonians chapter 2 I, I beseech you, brethren, as as Paul would say, to read the whole chapter of Second Thessalonians. I will actually read the first one as well. You know, he goes on and ta- talks about things that aren't very comfortable either, about the wicked one being revealed. Oh, yeah, and the church is still there. And he's going to do all these powers and signs and lying wonders, and the church is still going to be there. It's not going to be raptured out. It's still going to be there. And with all deceivableness deceivable, uh, deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, the truth is what? Jesus Christ, that they may be saved. In verse number two, uh, I'm sorry, my tongue's sticking together. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse number 11 says this And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie I do believe in some regards that delusion is already here that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. You don't hear repentance preached. You don't hear righteousness preached. But if you come here, you're going to hear it. If you come to anywhere that I preach, you're going to hear it. When you step out of those rags that he's speaking of, you step into the garment that Christ has for you, you're outside of those rags of sin. Will you sin? Yes, you will. Will you live in sin? No. If you are, then you need to repent yet again. People don't want to give up the world. They're afraid they'll lose friends. They're afraid they'll lose their status. It is much better. What profiteth a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? I'll leave you with that. Tom Richardson, June the 1st, 2023. I know this was pointed, but so be it removing confusion until the next time have a great day god bless you if you stay with me till now god bless you we'll be back again if god wills it